Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded, episode 18 on the 18th. So you know this is going to be a crazy show. There's a lot going on. Uh, Eric, Ron, thanks for joining. Is the moon full? Uh, it might be. I don't know. We got a lot going on uh, on the back end, on the front end. I don't know what's going on, but we got we got a lot to cover tonight. Uh, let's start off with our leadoff story. So Kemba Walker had requested a trade. Brad Stevens in his first move has granted that trade. Um, he is sending him to Oklahoma City for uh, Al Hawford, Moses Brown, a 2013 pick in the second round. Uh, we also gave up Fall Walker a first round this year in the draft. I think it's number 16. Overall, what do you feel? Um, I feel sick to my stomach. Okay. I believe you said who getting the best player. I mean, Kemba Walker, if you realize, best he only played 43 games last year uh, for the C's. Um, and then you think about it, he had to take – he couldn't do back-to-backs. So I'm not 100% sure that it's even a a, a bad deal. Um, they save about $20 million on the cap. Why are we giving up the first-round pick for this? I think that's – so they inherit that extra $20 million. That was kind of probably – what that uh, ultimately cost them was a first-round pick. This trade absolutely sucks. Yes, I I like the fact that they're getting rid of Kemba Walker. I I don't like the fact that they're giving up a first-round pick. Just so yeah, but somebody I- can take. I mean, I think I think they had to do it. It just made sense. I don't even know. We're going to have to bear with. All right. Um, I mean, I think overall this trade, ultimately, um, if, if you look at one factor, I mean, it gets rid of a player who wasn't really playing for you. Al Hawford, they don't need him consistently. This kid, Moses Brown, um, as I looked at the numbers, he's average, he averaged eight points, eight, almost nine rebounds, and one block a game last season with Oklahoma City. So you're getting at least uh, a, a defensive guy. He's 7'2", 245. So from a center standpoint, they've been lacking size in Boston. This gives them that, that size, that piece. Yeah, I mean – I guess we're going to have to see it all play out. And, and I shouldn't even really complain because I don't think the 16th pick overall is going to eat. Uh, and especially when you're Boston and you're going to be looking to get that one player that you want to sign. to. So I, I guess it really doesn't care about the pick. I just, I just hate picking up the better no, player I mean, and the first round pick. 
Yeah, I, th- I think, again, money-wise, and then if you look at what we've drafted recently in the teens, I mean, they're really not contributing factors. So um, I don't think it makes sense. I'd like to see, honestly, what I think this team needs is, um, and I don't see it happening just because financially I don't think they can pull it off, but Chris Paul is a free agent. Um, I think once his run's over with Phoenix, yeah, I mean, if you think about a, a leader and a, and a veteran that could probably get Tatum and Brown under control, that's the guy. Yeah, that would that would be great. Um, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I, I I got a feeling that the Lakers are gonna do something next year, and it could be Chris Paul. So I'd be a little more concerned that he goes there. Um, but I mean, it doesn't have to be the best player available. It can be another guy like a. Like a Jalen Brown. So so this is where I started to question a, a lot of what's going on, though. If you look at, they had Hawford. He wanted out originally. Hayward, he wanted out. Uh, Kyrie Irving wanted out. Now Kemba Walker wanted out. There's something going on behind the scenes with Tatum and Brown that we probably don't realize that's causing all these players, these veteran players, not to want to stick around. I think they need a superstar veteran player who's not going to be intimidated by them. And you know what I mean? A Chris Paul, a Damian Lillard trade. That's the only things I think would make sense for this team to actually have a championship, uh, you know, run, maybe be in contention in the East. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then you would think that one of them would have been traded Oh, you know, at some point. So this is why I'm not happy to see, you know, Ainge gone and replaced, you know, by Brad Stevens because all you get the same thing over again. It's going to be the same thing. So if if it Adam and Brown or one of the two, then why are we holding on to them? And why aren't we just moving forward and trying to get players in here that that you know are going to be capable, like a Chris Hall, you know, like a Lillard? Like these are players that you would want to see one or both of those players come to Boston. And if Tatum and Brown are a problem, then you can trade those two away. Yeah, it's just, I mean, if you look at the common factor, it just, I find it funny as I started to think about it. That's, that's five veteran players that asked to get out of Boston. They were yeah, supposed to be that third. They, they were all supposed to be that third piece, like that third superstar to go along with the right. two of them. And somehow all of them have asked to get out of Boston. Right. But I discount Kyrie Irving, Irving because, like, let's just face it, he's just toxic no matter what he does. Yeah. So I discredit him. But, you know, Walker, hey, these guys all didn't have that baggage that came in. That seems to be a big problem because we're starting to look at Boston and saying, well, what is the Tatum? Is it Brown? And yeah, and. It's going to be it's going to be hard to get 
you know, another player, if, if that's All right, let's move on to the NBA. And then um, and uh, the um, currently there's two number one seeds. They're actually both playing tonight, um, and they're both down three to two in the series. Of the two teams, which one do you think uh, should be most concerned about uh, getting knocked off? Utah. <laughs> Utah. Utah should with be no very Kawhi concerned. Leonard, with no Kawhi Leonard. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm looking more at Philly, thinking about what Philly did and blew two, two big leads. They were up almost 20-something points on Atlanta the last game, and Atlanta came back and won that game by three. Yeah, I know. I was and, and, and Philly was at home. Game, and I shut it off because <laughs> – Yeah. So think about this. What was the reason why the Clippers got rid of Doc Rivers? Underperformed in the playoffs. His team yeah. always choked in the playoffs. Philly's right. doing the same thing right now. I'd be more yeah. concerned if I was a, a Philly, a 76ers fan right now, and my team, who clearly sh- is a better team, should have won this. Ben Simmons is doing nothing for him. Joel Embiid is still hurt. I mean, Utah, you, you, you're right. They should be concerned. Mitchell and, and Conley well, possibly may not play, but... I could see because, you. Got, no, because it looks like both of them are going to be eliminated. Yes, that's the way it looks to me. And and you hit the, the the nail right on the head with that, Doc Rivers. I mean, he like what he brought one championship to, to Boston, Boston, and that was it. And they lost to the Lakers in the second. Yeah. And the Clippers, he had he had great teams with the Clippers. Um, they underperformed. I mean, he had a great regular season again with Philly, and now here we go again. And I, I love Doc. I think he's a great coach. I just don't know if he's a playoff coach. Yeah. I would start to question that. Um, we yeah, did do a I, Facebook I would poll. We did a Facebook poll, and fifty eight percent of the fans said that Utah is going to win uh, that series. So. They still feel like Utah is the team to beat in that in, with against the Clippers. I think they're both going down, and it's really not a surprise because I don't think either team should have been the number one seed. What about the Milwaukee Bucks? They've just tied the series up three three last night against Brooklyn. Which team wins Game Seven tomorrow night? And uh, realize Brooklyn's at home, and none of the home teams have lost yet, even in the regular season. All right, so who's not playing for the Nets? <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie's not playing. That's Harden's uh, definitely playing. The Nets are winning. Okay. Nets are um, winning. I, I, there's one key I'm looking at. If Middleton can help Giannis, I think the Bucks can win the, the, that game. If, oh, if Middleton... Capable. But we got to look at Harden also needs to be – they can't expect 50, 49 points again from Durant in Brooklyn. They can't? Harden has to <laughs> – <laughs> I, I, I'd be surprised. I mean, he had, if you look at it, an all-time, you know, career playoff game in the history of the NBA, you can't expect him to do it again. Harden has to be that second piece. 
and not just a decoy. I mean, he started to play better last night again, but he's still not the same Harden. If he doesn't contribute, I could still see Milwaukee winning this. Well, believe me, I would love Milwaukee to win this. You know, I I would not mind being wrong about Brooklyn. That that would be great. But the factor of the of the matter is Harden can Kevin Durant can put up fifty. Those two guys can win a game just with them too. And, I mean, it'll, it'll be. I don't see, I don't see them losing. It was that series. This is the series we said wanted to go seven. We got that. Um, on our Facebook yeah. poll, sixty-four percent of the fans said that they believe the Bucks will win. I, I think that's um, people wishing. <laughs> let's move on to uh, Phoenix, who's actually waiting for the winner of the Utah um, Clippers matchup. But uh, they did uh, come up with some news. So Chris Paul has entered the COVID-19 protocol. Um, do you feel this could hurt them? I mean, if they, if it goes seven, the first game probably not going to be till Tuesday. So there's a chance he may still be back by the time they actually have to play. This is difficult because if other players also get it, they could be in serious trouble. Um, I think if they they can get away with it with one or two games, but if it starts going into three, four, five games, there's no way that they're not going to do anything yeah. without Chris Paul being there. I mean, Chris Paul averaging 25 points a game, five rebounds, and 10 assists a game. I mean, he is clearly the leader. Yeah, yeah. Without him, they they'll be in trouble. And either either the Clippers or the Jazz will take advantage of that. So hopefully he's back uh, sooner than later. Uh, again, it's just an unfortunate situation that uh, obviously he had. Dan, um, again, Dan, I think Dan wants the Nets to win. Let's move on to some NHL. My hockey guy. A lot going on in hockey. Uh, what about... Uh, Tampa Bay versus the Islanders. Tampa Bay's up 2-1. Game four is this Saturday. Um, I'm going to hack his name, but Valeski, is that the goaltender for Tampa Bay? (laughs) Yeah. Not even close. Uh, It's Uh, close enough. (laughs) We talked about about goaltending being the key in the playoffs. In hockey, he's the number one save percent goalie right now in hockey in the playoffs. Can the Islanders get by him? I mean, I know this is going to be painful, but they were down 2-1 to the Bruins and won three straight. Can can the Islanders do it again? Well, is the Tampa Bay coach going to put in an injured goaltender? <laughs> no. No. Um, look, I mean, I, I thought that the winner of the Bruins Islanders series would go to the Stanley cup. Um, but you're lame four, four and five. Just Islanders. And he gave up. 
rebounds, and the Bruins did not capitalize. They're capitalizing, and and they're getting much better going. You know, with Vaskalisti. <laughs> so I, look, look. I mean, the player blown up as far as who and Final Four. It, it, everything is crazy. So you never know who's going to come up, and you, it's proving it on the side with Montreal and Las Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Which yep, we tied saw one, one. neither team. But yet Montreal, yep. look, I hate Montreal. And there's no secret, you know. them credit for for still being in this how they are in this you know one one against las vegas might come playoff time it's a different season and you get that goaltender like we keep talking about price price is playing unbelievable price he's number two in the playoffs 93 save percent and then flurry is is 92 percent number three so the top three goaltenders are still in the playoffs currently. Yeah. You know, and it's it's more than just, you know, the goaltender. But looking at Montreal, I mean, clearly Price. If Montreal ap- happens to win the Stanley Cup, which I win, <laughs> he will get the, you know, the, the playoff MVP. Because there's, there's nobody else that's that's doing. <coughs> so who wins? So, who wins? Uh, Tampa Bay Islanders. I, I, the way I'm seeing it right now, Tampa Bay. But I don't, I don't disc, discount Islanders, and it would not surprise me that they, if they go to the Stanley Cup, like I said, that the winner of that series. So and. What Let's about Vegas, Montreal? What Vegas. Who do you got? Vegas. Vegas. I got Vegas in seven. I think it goes seven, though. I think Montreal's just a scrappy team. They've been scrappy. All, these, playing all so these playoffs. Well. I, I cannot believe it. I can't believe they're playing with this well. So uh, 65% of the fans said that the New York Islanders will win that series. So... They they feel like you do that. There's a good chance that the Islanders come back and uh, do what they did to the Bruins. I just they, have to they, throw they that jab. They could. <laughs> it's not. You know, I don't hate the Islanders. Hate I the know, Islanders. I've actually they, always they liked them, be- and they are they're a carbon copy of what the Bruins is. You know, what the Bruins are for the most part. I think the Bruins had more talent. They squandered it, but you know, but that's. Comes down to coaching too, you know. Diary trots. Tell Ron Claude Julian. <laughs> That's Dan. Claude Julian, bring him back. <laughs> uh, no, no. I don't know where uh, they go from all here. All right, they're obviously staying with Bruce Cassidy, but it's a mistake. What about Tuca? We still. I know we discussed it last uh, last week, but. Still against the Tuga coming back. Send them, send them off. Use that money to sign all the free agents that they have. Because you got right. Swayman. Let's 
All right, let's talk some NFL. And uh, Stephon Gilmore did not attend the Patriots' mandatory training camp. Should the New England Patriots look at trading Stephon Gilmore? I remember this coming up a while back. And I said no, but that was before he wanted to go. Soon as a player wants to get out, you need to get rid of him. It's simple as that. Because you can't keep yeah, a but guy I don't know that doesn't wants, want to be there. But I don't think he wants to get out. He wants to get paid. So ultimately, if the money, if they talk money and they're able to work a contract, he he definitely stay. I'm, I'm sure that's not the problem. To make $7 million as one of the top cornerbacks in the league, obviously, is not going to be enough for him. And I don't blame him on that part of it. I just don't know if he's worth, you know, a 15 to $20 million a year contract. Well, no. <laughs> no. I wouldn't pay him that much. And there's I mean, no he's reason 30 years old. 30 years old had one interception last season. 37 tackles. He had a few he had a few injuries and then he didn't even finish last season. He had he had the injuries. Yeah. Look, I I'm not giving him what is he making now? Seven million Seven. this year. And he wants double? Is that I would, what he wants? I would assume he wants, yeah, it, it's got to be because he wants to be in the top, one of the top paid cornerbacks in the league. I wouldn't give him double. I wouldn't give him double. So 56, 56% of our Facebook poll said that, yes, that the New England Patriots should trade him. I think it's the best move for him. Um, yep. Again, we, we talked about it in the past. The ceiling is higher right now for him to possibly get at least a second rounder. I, I would take that. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe you maybe you do a swap for a guy that's up and coming. You know, again, they you re-signed know? JC Jackson. He's gonna be a number one corner. Didn't they just sign sign the corner this year? Well, they re-signed J.C. Jackson, who is their corner. They signed one. I mean, look, I mean, I would love to have two great corners, but at what expense? Like, do you want to, like, disrupt the whole the whole team because somebody wants to go get paid? You know, Belichick will just, like, won't trade him just for spite. Yeah. Maybe we can get Buffalo uh, once, back. <laughs> once again, if you're joining us, we are live. We're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Follow us on social media, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, at Broadcasting RI. Instagram, Sports underscore Unfolded, which I am running live right now currently. And podcasts on Spotify, Anchored, and Google. All right, some great discussions. We got our new segment. Every other team does that. Wake up. Oh, Dan really wants to keep Gilmore. So, yeah. our triple play today. I do Madden. too, but I, 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 I don't pay him that much. Yeah. Our triple play. Uh, so, Madden 22 released that cover 
and uh, it featured Brady and Mahomes, and they're calling it the MVP edition. But it doesn't currently have last season's MVP on the cover, which was Aaron Rodgers. So of the three players, which one are you going to start, bench, and cut? Brady, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so so first off, it's on the cover of Madden. So we know that both Brady and Mahomes are doomed this year. Pretty much getting hurt. That curse is over now. I think they they got over it. Aaron Rodgers is going to play. So so let's go with nobody. (laughs) Wow. No, look, look, it, it's this is tough because, well, first of all, um, I'm not going to have Rodgers there because he might not even play this year. So maybe he'll come to uh, New England. But look, like right now, Holmes would be the option to start because of his talent. But. I'm I'm starting Tom Brady because if it's from beginning to end of the season, I'm going with Tom Brady because Tom Brady gets it done. He gets All it right. done. Rogers cut now. Wow, Dan wants Rogers cut. So nobody's gonna like mine then because I've yeah, got Mahomes. Mahomes is my starter. I'm benching Aaron Rodgers and I'm cutting Tom Brady. My Lord. And I'm cutting Boy, Tom Brady you, because of the you age. are a disgruntled patriot. No. You're a disgruntled, no. disgruntled patriot no. fan. I, I knew that. Listen, I am going to say that eventually Father Time's kicking in. I'd rather go with Mahomes. I think Rogers still got five years. I'm not sure Brady's got two. He might not play this year. He's going to play. I don't know. He's going to play. I don't know. <laughs> Trade Mahomes. That's not the segment. He just won. That's not the segment. It's start, bench, cut, Dan. We can't trade anybody. <laughs> Dan's adding another <laughs> element. Trade. Let's trade someone. Ah, let's uh, let's move on to some Major League Baseball. And Major League Baseball, which we discussed last week, uh, has finally ruled on the foreign substance uh, debate with pitchers. Um, they currently will serve a 10-game suspension with pay. If they're caught cheating, starting pitches will be checked regularly during the game. A relief pitcher will be checked at least once d- during their uh, outing. How do you feel? I feel like the games are going to last five hours now. <laughs> that's, what, that's the way I feel. Um, look, I mean, you know, we're in this position just like going back to the steroids. We're in this position because of Major League Baseball. They don't know how yep. to to run the league. They don't know how. And we keep going back to these things over and over and over again. It's like when Pineda had the the, the tar on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. How do you not get tossed out of the game earlier than that? It didn't matter to the Major Baseball whether it he was doing or not. It didn't matter because they didn't care when enough people stopped pushing back. That's the only time they care. And this is a perfect example. I mean, uh, at the beginning, 
All right, you're breaking up there, Ron. I'll, I'll jump in real quick. Um, obviously, Major League Baseball, if you look at just from a standpoint of why did they decide to do this during the season and not wait till after the season was over, doesn't make much sense. Um, they really should have looked at possibly, you know what I mean, deciding this after maybe even an all-star break, at least giving the team some notice that after the all-star break. But how do you do it during the season, a couple months in, half of these pitches, I mean – are just going absolutely crazy trying to figure out how they're going to, you know, come back from this. They still allow the batters to have pine tar on the bats, the batting gloves, give them extra grip. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, I really think they should try to, you know, come up with a, at least a better format of how they were going to make this decision. No more discussions that are unenforceable. Right. It just, I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it doesn't make sense for a fan who wants to be out there and wants to just see the teams play. There's so many different elements to this that uh, just are not going well um, for Major League Baseball. And they really got to start to look at how they're going to be able to, to bounce back from this because I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I just lost connection there for no idea what you, yeah. you just said. But, so, yeah, like – Go ahead. It's a problem for Major League Baseball. It's a problem. And Richards, they were mentioning this on the Red Sox game the other night when Richards was playing. His spin rate during that game dropped down like over a hundred mm-hmm. for the for the spin rate. So yeah. you tell me what the problem is. So was he clearly using substances? You know, and it's like that all across the league. So all these pitchers are doing this stuff? But I think it, it runs into the same thing with steroids, though. 75% of the league was probably on steroids. Right. So right. Is, it a, is it a disadvantage? If, I mean, if all the pitchers are doing it and every team's doing it, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. That's why a lot of these managers didn't challenge the or question if a pitcher was doing it because their guys were doing it as well. Right. It just – it just it's so – they shouldn't have enforced this now. Maybe go to the all-star break, give it some time, then say, hey, after the all-star break, this is going to be the rule. But how do you do it right now as the season's going? Well, the the funny thing is this rule also, it, it you still can't bring somebody up in place of that player. That player still counts towards your roster. So if he gets suspended, you have one less in your roster. For 10 games. That is where it hurts. And I think you mentioned it last week. I mean, it hurts the relief pitches more than it does a starter. The starter misses two games or two right. starts. A relief pitcher can miss five to six, maybe seven. Right. And That's it takes your bullpen, and then you start losing games, a lot of them, because when your yeah. bullpen gets tired, it's going to get it's going to get sloppy. And then you're going to have players that are going to get shuffled up and down that still have, you know, the, those teams that have, have players that don't have any options and you're going to have to, you're going to, you're going to maybe release a player because of all this, especially if you have one or two pitchers that so it's going to be it's going to be a mess. What I would say is this too, and they put themselves in this position. Let's, 
let's look after Monday. And what we're going to do is we're going <coughs> to monitor the batting averages and watch the batting average numbers go skyrocketing. And that's what Major League Baseball wanted. Yeah. That's what they're going to get. Yeah. What time is it, Ron? Pick and roll. Pick and roll, baby. Pick, pick and roll. So um, we had changed it up. Originally, we had said we were going to do the top five uh, wide receiver duos. I'm going to wait a little closer to the season to do that. Why don't we talk a little bit of basketball since basketball is still fresh on everyone's mind. And a lot of head coaching positions are available right now. So of these seven teams, you're ranking them from seven to one. What's the best destination for a coach to want to go to? Boston, Indiana, New Orleans, Orlando, Portland, Washington, and Dallas. I'll go first. You went first last week. I don't that, remember. Is that correct? <laughs> All right. I have no. But go ahead. All right. So uh, at number seven, I went the Orlando Magic. I think they have the least amount of talent. They're definitely in a, a transition. Uh, they traded away their two best players, uh, Vucevic and Gordon, uh, this this season. Twenty one and fifty one last last year. And I really think by the time that team's relevant, whatever coach they hire is going to be fired. So I would not want to go to Orlando. At number six, I had the Washington Wizards. They went 34 and 38. Not sure if they're going to keep Bradley Beal. Uh, some question on trading him. We've seen what the Westbrook effect has been on any team that he's been on, that they don't really do well. He puts up numbers, but he's not a player you build around. So if I'm a coach, I'm not excited about getting Russell Westbrook as my number one guy if Bradley Beal's gone. I'm not going to Washington. Number five. I put New Orleans. So they've got they've got some really good young talent with Zion and Ingram. But what I would say is this there's already there's already chirping going on from the Zion camp that he possibly wants to get out, that he's not happy in New Orleans. You got Lamelo Ball, Lamar Ball? Lavar Ball. Lamar. Ball. he's a free agent. He's a big piece to what they do. They're in the West. I mean, to me, I just don't feel like if Zion's not there and committed, Ingram's not the best player. You lose ball. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to New Orleans. Number four, I put Portland. Forty-two and thirty, probably have the most talent out of all these teams. But the key is now: is Damian Lillard going to want to stay with whatever coach? That goes there. So if I'm the coach, I've got to convince my best player, my star player, to want to stay. I'm not sure I could do that based on it's not just about me. It's about what talent they put around him. He may not want to stay. I like McCollum, but I don't feel like they're the best team if I'm a coach. And number three, I put Indiana. <laughs> Sabonis and Turner. I think they got two two young stars. They're in the East. East is not difficult to, to at least make the playoffs. They were sixth in points per game, second overall in assists. So they they, they play team basketball. I just got to come in and make sure that they continue to do what they, they did already. And we're in the playoffs. As a coach, we're in the playoffs. Number two, I have Dallas, 42 and 30. I love Luca. 
I need a supporting cast. I don't like the fact that you can see all the changeover. Donnie Nelson's out. Uh, Carlisle obviously is out. And a lot of that came from Luca not being happy with their organization. What's to say as a coach? That's my only concern is, is Luca going to want to kick me out to the curb after three or four years because he's not happy with the way I'm coaching? I'd be a little concerned with that. But he's one of the best young stars. If they can get me some talent, I feel like that's a very good team for me. At number one, yes, Homer, Boston. But I feel like they've got the two best young talents with Brown and Tatum. The right coach gets the most out of them. I like the Hawford pickup now. I think that's a veteran leader. But it's going to give me one key guy. I need one more key guy. A key point guard, Chris Paul. Somebody like that that's going to be able to keep these guys under control. And I feel I can win in the East with, with the Boston Celtics. That's my top. Boston. Wow. We were so close on everything. <laughs> like, I shouldn't even have to read my list, to be honest with you. I'm going to have Orlando because there's nothing there. Yeah. There's really nothing there. Yeah. And I don't see them I – don't, I don't look at the ownership saying that they even care. No, agreed. Number six, I have Washington. <laughs> Look, this is a good team, but a bunch of players. They're going to lose a bunch of players this year. And no matter, it seems like how many good players there, nothing ever really comes about a team there. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it might be cursed or something. I don't know what it is, but Washington never, never – is e enough of a team to do anything. Number five, I had New Orleans. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it's like, and for the same reasons, like you, you got you got guys that are gonna leave and want to leave because they think, think that they're gonna find a new home for like maybe in LA or New York or something, because you know, want to make super make teams. Yeah. Right. So but these are younger, so they need somebody somebody else to, to initiate it. They can't do it themselves. So again, they're gonna lose everybody. So who wants to go there right now? That's a that's a that's a a rookie coach that needs to go. Uh number four, I have Portland. Um again, you know it, it's a good team, but who's gonna be there after the season? Are they gonna you know, squawk and, and, and want to get out. I, like, look, from from four down, I don't go because owners don't put enough money into the team. That's the case in Portland. Portland just had from top to bottom the other teams that are below. And yeah, so I don't, I don't actually take any of those jobs. The top three are the jobs I'd Number three, I had Indiana. See, Eric. <laughs> wow. Wow. Whew. Again, Sabonis. You 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 listed the players. Like that is that was the talk of Boston or Indiana was going to be the spot for a coach, and then Dallas threw their 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 hat in the ring, and I have yeah. Dallas at number two. So we are dead even. We were exactly the same. Plus at number two because you have Luca. Wow! Like you have Luca, 
but you don't have much of anything else. You need some other talent, but I would yeah. want to coach Luca. I would want to coach yeah. him. Agree. Number one, I think they need a, number one. They need ball. that second player too. Porzingis not the guy. Right. Right. So number one, I have Boston because they have two pieces. They need one more piece, whether it's Chris Paul or Trade, you know, or somebody, Zion, whoever. Somebody want to get there and be that third guy because we know the East is wide open. Yes, you have Brooklyn. Yes, you have Milwaukee. But those teams can be beat. If you have a third guy in place, that would make a difference. But it does have to be a veteran. <coughs> so, so currently what, the coach the is exactly the same. Top to Was bottom. Was it really? Yes, exactly. Every That's single funny. one. That is crazy. What about Sam Cassell? Never. Sam Cassell is what they're talking right now. Is probably the front runner. I I like that. I like the move. I think that'd be a good move for Boston. I think he gets a little bit of fire under him. Um, I think it's uh, it's more about uh, a different style than Brad Stevens. That nurturing is gone. That's what we need. (laughs) Jesus. So let's see. Let's see what they do. I, I, I'm i kind of excited about this kid, Moses Brown. I know a lot of people are, are not too excited. But if they can legitimately get this guy, Robert Williams, to stay healthy, they've got some big guys now that can actually contribute. If the coach can actually get them to to mesh, they're a very good team. They we, We've said it. They, their problem wasn't talent. Their problem was heart. The right coach gets that team. They could possibly yeah. be in the NBA Finals. Yeah, and, and you know, like, like how much have we talked about it through all these? Both now, the Bruins and the Celtics. Yeah. And it just seemed like not exactly. Uh, uh, once again, having all kinds of shoes. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you keep breaking up on me. Uh, once again, if you're joining us, we're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, on Instagram, on Sports underscore Unfolded, and our podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, and Google. Google podcast. So a lot of different ways to watch here. Um, appreciate all the support. Appreciate all the live views out there tonight. Dan, thanks for joining us every week. Uh, one of our uh, loyal fans. Uh, always appreciate the comments. Uh, keep them coming. Appreciate it. Uh, it's face-off time. So uh, we've switched up the format a little bit on face-off. It's just kind of more of a uh, shoot from the hip for two minutes. So um, – this week's topic is going to be based on our old friend there, uh, Mr. LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James stated that injuries this year uh, are due more to the fact that the NBA came back with such a quick turnaround. Um, so one of us has to be for this argument. One of us has to be against it. Dan, if you are, uh, who should be for agreeing with LeBron and who's against agreeing for LeBron? Come on. See if Dan can chime in. Post that. Post that. Okay. 
Any of our live viewers? Who's for it? Who's against? LeBron James stated that players are getting hurt due to the fact that the NBA came back on such a short, short leave. So who's for? Who's for? Come on. Let's go. We don't have all night. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how long Ron's uh, going to be on before this thing breaks up again? Third go. Yeah, no kidding. Dan was taking it all time to type that, and he could have just answered. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll let you pick. Go on, Dan. You'll let me pick. I'll let you pick. Okay, so, all right, so it's four. Ron agrees. You agree with LeBron. So you believe the that the injuries. reason why there's so many injuries is because they came back too soon, okay? Okay, so me, who never has agreed with anything LeBron James has said. Ah, uh, look at you. <laughs> Turning over a new leaf. I love it. Okay, all so, right. all right. You, I'll you go ready? first. Go. Sure. All right, first of all, like, the turnaround was so close that it didn't even have time for the bodies to heal from a season that they had to stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. It is very taxing on the legs the knees, and the back. Very taxing. All right. So these, now, are, these are athletes run who perform. And how many times have they done? They've gone to the Olympics. They've gone to the Olympics, then come back and play. That's even less time than what they had this time. So, you're talking about freak injuries that, I mean, Kyrie Irving landed on somebody's foot. That could happen anytime, anywhere, no matter how much rest. Kawhi Leonard bumps a knee with somebody else. I mean, these aren't, these are just, you know, normal injuries that happen while playing the game. <laughs> I can't even argue this. I can't so, even argue it. So, I, I want to face off. I want it. Such, look, he's such a whiner. That's look for an excuse for him losing and getting hurt. I yeah, cannot no stomach sense. LeBron James. I cannot stomach. So, yeah, he's a great athlete when he wants to be. Like he is such a cop out for him, an excuse that he put out there because he couldn't get into a game because of his cramps in his back and his knees and his you know what i'm tired of the excuses tired of the excuses he built this team remember he built this team so let's look at the guy he picked up anthony davis he wanted this guy the guy hasn't played a full season he's always hurt i mean it's it's not like this was a fluke thing we expected him to get hurt it's just part of anthony davis and who he is i mean joel and b he's yeah, been, hurt been several for times him. All these guys keep getting hurt, so I, it made no sense. All the guys that that have been hurt have usually are hurt. World class athletes complaining because their turnaround was too close. You're playing basketball. Give me a break. You're not building shit. Think about this. You're not putting up fires. Think about this. Yeah, think about this. Kawhi Leonard, he took 20 games off during the season. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't like, right. he did load management. He still got hurt. It doesn't matter. It's going to happen. It's part of the game. Absolutely. LeBron should have never said anything. That was the stupidest thing I think I've heard. 
come out of for, somebody's mouth. For a sport that is, in essence, a non-contact sport. <laughs> if football players and hockey players and rugby players want to complain about that, fine, so be it. I understand. I yeah. get it. Basketball player, come on, come on. I mean, he, you guys, honestly, can we? Can you guys can, can I put, to play through? Ron is a bag of hot air. He's done. Hopefully, now nah, I don't Ron think he's done yet, but it's hot. close. It's close though. Yeah. It, it hey, is close. how about this though? You let me tell you this. How lucky was he that AD got hurt because that gave him more time to promote Space Jam Two. Right. I mean, I mean the commercials are out now. I mean, he had time to do this. He should be thankful yeah. that AD got hurt. Not complaining about yeah. it. Nope. Oh, so, look, it, like I said, it's all an excuse. It's you know, I remember, I remember this this bald guy when he didn't win the championship in between those three. And yeah, for that, I think, I think I put him as the number one one name athlete. Yes, I, I, that's I know who you're talking about. You know, like he lost, he basically blamed himself all the time. You know, yeah. I didn't do enough. I didn't play well. Okay, it's time to just face the music, LeBron. Face the music. You, you, you are not Jordan. Like, you are not even – I'm at the point where you're not Magic, you're not Bird, you're not Russell, you're not Kobe, you know? You're an excuse maker. An excuse maker. And you've only managed to win when you build super teams. You've heard it here first. Sports unfolded. Ron going at LeBron. Come at me, LeBron. Come at me. Let's see, let's see if LeBron would actually come on and do an interview with us. What do you think? I highly doubt it. Oh, my God. I would I would. I would tell you this. He probably has an excuse. Exactly what I think. He'd has a, he'd have an excuse as to why he couldn't be here. <laughs> He's cramping. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on to our predictions and um, a few games to cover. So we got a lot of big games coming up. Uh, so uh, tonight, a couple of game sixes, really important. So we'll start off with the 76ers and the Hawks. Who wins it? Oh, that's that's uh, that's uh, that's Atlanta. <laughs> They're gonna close it out tonight. All right, I I agree with you. I think uh, Philly's a basket case. I think mentally they're a little, they're a little, they're a little yeah. messed up now. So, uh, yeah, they need to get a forty point lead. Apparently, <laughs> game six tonight, Jazz at Clippers. Um, it's at Clippers. Clippers are going to win tonight, and they're going to close it out. All right, I'm going Jazz. I'm this series going seven. I don't know if PG three P playoff Pete or what payoff whatever he calls himself can do it again back to back games. I don't see it happening. On Saturday, six nineteen, we we got Tampa Bay at the Islanders. I'm going to go with New game York. Four. They're going to tie with the it up. Isles. They're gonna tie it up. All right, let's go a couple different ones today. I'm going. I'm going the Lightning. I think they're the better team. I think we've talked about the Lightning all year, and uh, 
I think it's it's their time. Uh, it's everyone's fault except LaBum. Oh, he just changed his name, Dan. I love it. LaBum. And I lost Ron again. <laughs> what is going on tonight? This is back-to-back shows with some technical difficulties. I do apologize. Uh, just waiting for Ron to get back on here for me. Let's see. The Hawks. You got the Hawks. I like the Hawks. Think we agree on that one, Dan. The Hawks. Ron is back. Ron is back. Yeah, I'm having all kinds of issues down here. See that. See that. All right. Uh, how about on Sunday? You got the Vegas Golden Knights at the Montreal Canadiens. I'm going four. Vegas. I'm going Vegas. I like it. I like it. I'm going with the hot goaltender. Going Montreal. We are going to have a bunch of points this one. Jazz. All right. So Dan so far agreeing with me completely. I like it. Yeah. What do you got for Tampa Bay? You got the Lightning or the Islanders, Dan? And uh, let's let's look at uh, base Major League Baseball. We got a uh, big matchup in the West, the Dodgers at the Padres. Oh, That's on I'm going to go Dodgers. I like that. Um, I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to agree with you on that one. So we got awesome. – we got three different ones. Tampa Bay. Think think Dan's copying me tonight. He knows he knows where the wins are. He knows where the winner is. Because I That's always why he watches. go with the heart. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't go with the Canadians, could you? No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um if you enjoyed the show tonight, we got even more next week. Uh, we're going to obviously have more NBA, NHL playoff talk. So a lot of these series will be into the, into the finals. Um, so really excited about uh, seeing where these these matchups go. Our face-off next week. Are you ready for this one, Ron? Yo, Who's arguing it? this point? Are the Cowboys still America's team? That is going to be one of us has to be for that. Oh, one of us has to be for oh that. Oh my god! Like, come on! I don't know if I can argue that one. Wait, I might. That might be, be another win. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, are you Lebroning this right now? Are you Lebroning this right now? No, no, no. I feel like you're Lebroning it. And our pick and roll next week. Best basketball movies. So we had a lot of fun with the baseball. Wait, we're gonna see how we do with basketball. Basketball movies, blue chips. It's coming. Coming. Your slap shot's gonna be the number one movie. No, it's not. No. (laughs) Maybe number two. (laughs) Mighty Ducks. No, come on, come on. (laughs) Give me some credit. What would be the number one hockey movie? I'm curious. Miracle. Ah, Miracle. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And Slashout wouldn't be number two either, so. Wow. Okay. We're going to have to, we'll have to look at uh, hockey. Maybe once the season ends, we'll do uh, hockey best movies. Yeah. I'm actually watching Miracle tonight. Because I thought of it. (laughs) I like it. Once again, if you're joining us, we are live. 
on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Join us on social media at Facebook, uh, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, and our podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, and Google. So many ways to watch us. Don't forget to check out our new show, The Wrestling Den with Rick Kenny. Right? That's a great show. Loving that. Nick, right? They're all, I mean, just bringing some uh, wrestling knowledge. Uh, that's on every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Uh, so tune into that on Sports Unfolded and then uh, Rhode Island Broadcasting and YouTube, right? So really good uh, opportunity if you want some um, wrestling out there, which some of our fans have requested. So that's the uh, part of the Sports Unfolded family there. Um, uh, once again, how we finish our show off. Um, Dan is so confused. Dan, Eric, four. I don't even <laughs> Oh, is that for the Dallas Cowboys, Dan? I'm going to be four. He's already calling it. I have to be for them being still being America's team. Good. This is brutal. I have to sit through LeBron, so it's only it's only All right. fair. All right. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. So once again, uh, how we usually finish our show off, um, we do a final thought. Our final thought could be about anything. Doesn't necessarily have to be sports related. Um, you went first last week, Ron. So I'll go first this week. Uh, my That's final good. thought. Is that is actually about um, the cashier who was uh, brutally killed in Atlanta, and um, you know it, it just it shocks me that the world is at this point where someone who has a disagreement based on the fact that that person was just doing their job and asking them to put a mask on felt the need to go in, walk back into the store, and end up shooting him in the face. Um, it's it's a tragedy on so many levels because it just shows that we have no compassion in this world anymore. If you have a disagreement, go to a different cashier. Ask for a manager. Why did death have to be the solution to that problem? Um, I work in the retail business, um, and I'm fearful that, again, you say the wrong thing at the wrong time, and who knows? It's not just a simple, hey, you know what? I don't like that policy. I'm walking out. I got a fear for my life and it shouldn't be that way. Can, can people just learn to grow up and, and be more civil? So I really, I really love to see that. I mean, it's just such a tragedy, but I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't understand it. And every time I hear these stories, it doesn't get any easier. No, you're absolutely right. Um, it, it, it seems like we have these, these issues. Um, Apparently, you know, death and stuff is is running rampant in the final thoughts. My th is for the Denmark um, soccer player, which I believe his name was Ericsson. I can't remember the name, but I remember sitting in a restaurant having lunch and... The soccer game was on, and then all of a sudden, a player just dropped, and they were trying to revive this player. And they were using, like, the paddles and everything to try to, you know, bring him back to life. And apparently, he went 10 minutes before they could even revive him. Now, I, I say all this because of the fans' reactions in the crowd. 
They were wonderful. Even the opposing fans were were they were all in tears. The players all in tears on both sides. And it was so nice to see the fans of the game react because this is somebody that's been with them for years and years and part of their lives. And too long ago, a player, a Bruin, went down with an injury and the crowd booed when he got back up and got taken out, you know, of the game. And the, the fans booed. Like, how... How disrespectful of a fan are you? Now, I've been watching Bruins forever, and in Boston, no matter who the player is, when that player got up off the ice or got carted off the ice, the fans cheered for that player. So shame on fans that that boo when the player gets up or is carted off. You should be ashamed. So I give Denmark a lot of credit for for how they reacted to their own player, but more for Finland's fans that reacted for that Denmark fan. No, great point. And again, that goes right back to what I was saying about the compassion. You shouldn't want right. anybody to be injured. You shouldn't want no. anybody to die. Um and, you know, again, as fans of sports, I personally would rather see my teams beat the best players on the other team and not that they got hurt. And that's why we win. So right. uh, in a competitive nature, let's just enjoy the games. And if somebody gets hurt, I mean, we should feel bad because it could be one of our players next time. Um, Correct. But great point, Ron. Uh, great show. Thank you. I know you had some technical difficulties. I appreciate you uh, getting through them. Dan, thanks for joining and chiming in uh, with all your uh your messages. Now we got LeBum is our new nickname for LeBron. LeBum. And LeBum uh, all our live viewers that were out there, thank you so much. Uh, again, tune in Thursday night, 7 p.m. for the Wrestling Den. And uh, thank you. Have a great night. Take care.